You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Well, you've heard us talk about DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports, and how payday can come every day. Ooh, just like if you work at Taco Bell, it turns out, because uh, you can get paid every day when you work there. Anyway, this is not a Taco Bell bug, though it should be. Uh, under the DraftKings uh, <laughs> contest with huge cash prizes up for grabs, uh, making a lineup on DraftKings has excitement every night. And who wouldn't want more excitement? Um, I would put some pretty good money on Giannis uh, dominating again at home tonight uh, for the Bucks. Well, actually, we're in the future. So hopefully last night you put some money on Giannis uh, dominating the Bucks and are celebrating with a big pot of gold this morning. Anyway, draft your lineup. Feel the sweat like never before. Every moment means more with the DraftKings lineup on the line. DraftKings has paid out over 7 Billion dollars to users across all sports. DraftKings is the leader in daily fantasy sports, so there's no better place to get in on all the action. Now that you know how to play, download the DraftKings app and sign up using promo code THPN. New users will get a free entry with their first deposit. That's code THPN to get a free entry with your first deposit. Only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Episode 63, Season 2 of Red Wings Rant, where tirades and impassioned pleas about your Detroit Red Wings finally have a home. Brought to you, of course, by the wonderful Brothers of Discussion and the Hockey Podcast Network. In today's episode, we're going to take a look at the expansion uh, draft, how that could shake out, um, and uh, if what happens with Seattle is going to, or at least what we can predict, should impact uh, what the Red Wings do. Mike, uh, you gave me a homework assignment earlier today. I guess this is this is gonna have to be our next episode because uh, this is going pretty lengthy and we're missing AEW right now. All right, that's okay. It's just Matt Hardy and Christian. We're fine. Oh, thank God, we're missing nothing. Uh, Mike, we did uh, our expansion draft and a um, couple of things I thought I learned uh, while doing it. Um, and I'll go over them in a minute. But we we want to go over our. We actually did our own expansion teams. Correct? Do you have one, Mike, or is that is that just me? Well, I thought it'd be overkill to go through the entire 30 picks being God made. Damn it. You so mother- I did pick uh I did pick five. <laughs> I did pick five guys. Um and I mostly looked at teams that are having trouble with the salary cap. So I'm gonna let you fill in a lot of the blanks. Um <sighs> Well, I I built a whole team and then I even texted you, man, this fucking sucks. This takes forever. Um <laughs> Yeah, I was at work. <laughs> um, I'm glad you were working at home with the baby. <laughs> barely had time to do six hours for a Seattle Kraken fantasy draft. Um, but it sounds like your time was uh, well spent, Matt. Uh, 
Yeah. Um, so I, the thing of it is like a lot of these had to come from, like, I, I got so bored at one point I did just start looking up other expansion drafts because that, that's a lot of research you got to do to like get to know everybody and figure out, you know, where these contracts are going. Um, but <clears throat> ultimately I, I think the more important conversation uh, that I, I figured out and I'll, I'll post my team here in a second. Once I, uh, I get this, together uh, i think this is my team is that the can you see that it's so tiny on my screen yeah there's my team um i had oh, to yeah, pick a couple team. of guys to hit the cap um and then uh there, there were a couple instances where i i think i was picking just to fill out like the defensemen and the goalies because i i went through and i found it really easy to just keep picking forwards uh, either I was picking forwards that, uh, you know, uh, hadn't proved anything yet, uh, or I was picking forwards that felt like they could be going from uh, the bottom six and probably could get something done in the, you know, the middle six or even crack uh, that top line. And uh, it, it was just, it was a lot easier to just keep bringing forwards in. And the reason I say that, Mike, and that's where I think this conversation is a little bit more interesting is uh, maybe that might be the case for Seattle and maybe the Red Wings. Um, I don't know. How do, how do you, how would you break that down? If, if there are going to be a lot of forwards, um, if you put out more defensemen, it's, it's more likely uh, you're going to lose Troy Stetcher. I, I would say that that's probably uh, number one on the list for everybody. Who's uh, who's picking at home, their expansion teams and, uh, exposing Detroit Red Wings. They, they keep saying Troy Stetcher would be the defenseman to go. And then on uh, the offensive side, probably going to be um, Vladislav Nemestikov. So I, I guess I'm just doing this thing where I'm trying to figure out, like gamify this. <clears throat> Is Seattle, like me, going to struggle to find enough defensemen like to, to fill out this roster, like they need to get so many defensemen in this expansion draft that if you exposed a couple other Red Wings instead of Troy Stetcher, are you going to be able to get away with it because you're putting up guys that are unproven um, and, and aren't going to be as enticing as, say, like I already mentioned, and you could see on my, my draft board here, Nemestikov. Is, is that overthinking it mike is steve eiserman going into that is he doing his own expansion draft and saying wow it is pretty easy i when i was done i needed 14 forwards i had 20 forwards i had to go back and redo a bunch of picks so that i had enough goalies and defensemen yeah um so i i think there is something to that um basically if we expose troy he's gone and I like, I'm a Stetcher fan. So I, I'm trying to find a way that that doesn't have to happen. I think we in Detroit have seen enough of the eyeball tests for Nemesnikov and Stetcher. I think in your heart of hearts, you would have to say Stetcher is the more valuable guy. And if both of them are available, I got to think that somebody in Seattle watched the same game tape that we did. I, uh, I've seen a couple mocks. Um, I saw um, um, Nemestikov taken in one, and the others were all Stetcher. And I got to think that's that's probably that's probably going to be the guy on the way out. Because I, I think I'd be a little bit more bummed about that one where Nemestikov, eh, if 
third or fourth line. I feel like we're going to be calling up our, you know, our rookies to do that third and fourth line work. Um, so I wouldn't be too devastated by that. So that's why I have a feeling he's going to stay and Stetcher's going to be the guy that we could, we could use a little stability in the back. So it's probably going to be the, the more painful loss and Stetcher will be the Redwing pick. So who I exposed on the defensive side, um, and I'll, I'll just, I got this from, uh, I built it out through cap friendly. So the, there's probably some room for, for human error in here for me, for me selecting these guys and trusting that system to make sure it is going to shake out properly. Uh, but I did end up protecting Stetcher, Chalowski and uh, Hironic. And that was it. And everybody else is, is um, I mean, you know, that you've got the unrestricted free agents. If they decide they'll, they'll have some time on Sunday to sign any unrestricted free agent that becomes their expansion pick. So, I mean, are they going to sign Mark Stahl? Probably not. <laughs> um, kind of thing. So I, you know, that, that at least I, I think the dicey one that some people I, and reading some articles, some folks are, are hanging on to, uh, to Kaiser for some reason, but uh, Gustav Lindstrom is the guy that I kind of said, you know what? I, I I just threw it out there. I'm going to say it and have Adam. I, I don't think like I mentioned with, with Seattle and my own troubles with trying to fill out um, my, my own expansion draft with this and picking enough defensemen. Um, and that could be my own, you know, I could be Ken Hollanding uh, this thing and overvaluing all those forwards. And there's probably some juicier defensemen. But like I said, if if I can protect Stetcher and I have, I think what I've done is, is built this out where I'm protecting Stetcher, Chalowski, and Hronik, and I'm exposing the likes of Nemistikov. Uh, I played around with that idea of Giovanni Smith or, or Adam Ernie and Svechnikov, uh, Evgeny Svechnikov. I just, no, I said Nemistikov. Sorry. All those coughs are rattling in my head, confusing me. Oh, no, uh, but I think those are the juicier picks. So I think if you expose those guys, and I, I am okay with losing them, I think that's the way to strategize this. And that, that's where my head's at right now. But I still am reading so many things where it's Stetcher is bye-bye. So it's got, it, that, that tells me that whoever is in the ear, um, you know, whoever is around uh, the Red Wings, that Stetcher is going to be exposed. And I, I at this point, think it just would be silly um if he is going to be exposed if um if seattle passes on him yeah you know um i don't i don't i don't think you're you're off base on your projection there i think the only kind of weird wild card that i could i could honestly see happening matt even as a first round pick and it just feels like it's because they're prioritizing some uh you know new uh new defensemen Matt, I wouldn't be surprised if my boy Chalowski uh, was put out there um, to get picked. I, um, you know, I, I don't really mind that like either. Have a ton, it doesn't feel like they have a ton of confidence in him, and it doesn't feel like they're seeing the development that they thought they were going to see. And obviously, he's only 22, 23, you know, a lot of years ahead of him. Um, but it, it does kind of feel like, you know, it, we would have seen a little more ice time, um, you know, at the major league level uh you know at the main event level it's you know <laughs> we like <laughs> but, to say uh, right yeah um yeah it's the as the wrestling I, show but uh yeah and I, I would think, be surprised i think that's the way to do that is to kind of roll the dice on it because i i i know you're still playing this game of like all right then stetcher's just gonna leave the next off season for free agency and then we're just kind of like 
Well, shit. Um, but I, I, I don't, I don't know. I think I want to roll that dice. I want to see if I can create a relationship with Troy and have him stick around and have him be a core piece. Cause I, I see a lot that I like in Troy. I mean, we talked all season about how he would drag Mark Stahl up and down the, uh, uh the rink and that, that is impressive. So anyway, you can keep a guy that's going to make Mark Stahl look legit again. Um, you gotta keep that guy around. Um, I did want to ask too, since we're, we're playing this game, I'm trying to gamify this whole system. Mike, when Peter Morazic was exposed at the uh, Vegas expansion draft, mm-hmm. my jaw hit the floor. I could not believe it. And as we saw later that Morazic was traded, and we were just kind of like, okay, all of this makes sense. Um, but is there going to be something like that where I think if we were all filling out like our expansion drafts, and we <laughs> right like we're telling ourselves these are the guys that are solid we're not you know you don't have to worry about them being exposed and we had we had our things filled out the way they were um is there going to be that type of peter morazic move or do you see anybody on this list that we're, we we might be looking at and even though we can all say this is pretty for sure like who's the name that would pop up on this uh that we're just gonna be like holy crap um Let's hold our breath, cross our fingers. Uh, I really hope that Seattle does not pick him up. Uh, Steve is really running and gunning right now. Uh, so let's see what happens. I, I feel like I already kind of blew my wad on this question because it, it felt like uh, a lot of the projections had Chalowski as like a surefire. Well, he's protected, obviously, and, and they moved on. But I, I don't think it's that obvious. I, I think this team sees more value and 27-year-old Stetcher, and they know what they're going to get defensively, uh, commitment-wise. This is a guy I feel like, you know, if they just offered him a little bit more money when he turns 28, we know he's not lighting up the stat sheet. And that's a lot of how free agency works. Uh, but you, you know, get to stay with the teams that have seen you, you know, on the rink, you know, day in, day out, seen you in practices, seen you in games, seen your value. And that's where Stetcher might might be a lot easier for him to, uh, you know, re-up um you know next offseason so i i could really see a world where they protect stetcher and let chalowski be exposed because you know then you're just you know hoping for that uh potential for dennis that he yeah he can play you know quarterback a power play a little bit but turns out defensemen have to play a little defense too and we have not seen it yet um so maybe they would be gosh you know I, it may, it's almost like I want to play a game with you. And if you were Seattle, would you rather get the potential of Dennis or you know what you're getting with Stetcher? I, um, I, I would go say with they Stetcher. would want Stetcher. Yeah. yeah. I, I, and that's, that's where my, you know, the second that he's exposed and going back to how I want to game. Pressure, right? to, you saw how well gold, uh, the Golden right. Knights did out of the gate. And do you want to just, you know, roll the dice on a lot of potential or get some, you know, uh, stability um, and try and win some of these hockey games. You don't want to be the bad expansion team. You want to be, <laughs> you know, as good as Vegas. So yeah, I would take Stetcher for sure. If I was Seattle. Yeah. And I, I'd say uh, to go back to my question of um, who would be the, the shocker um, uh, of who, of who's going to be exposed. Like a realistic shocker. So, yeah, I, I just want to kind of recap uh, what I, who I have. Um, I mentioned Stetcher, Chalowski, Ronick on the forward side. I've got uh, Larkin, Tuz, 
uh, Verana, Fabry, Rasmussen, um, and then you can kind of go between Adam Ernie or Evgeny Svechnikov. Uh, that's what I was playing around with. And then the last one was Giovanni Smith. So the one that would kind of make me like jaw on the floor. And I, I'm all, I'm not saying they should do this. I'm just saying like kind of watching what Steve's doing and some of the rumblings of like trade talk. Um, and maybe he just doesn't see a future based on some conversations. My God, Mike, what if we had Tyler Bertuzzi and we were holding our breath for a whole day oh. waiting for the, I guess, uh, not a, we're going to have four or five days, I think after these are released. Um, Jesus. How, I mean, britches filled. How how deep? How many pounds? <laughs> that would uh, that would easily, you know, be the most talked about move uh, for Seattle. I think. Um, I, I I don't know another player at that kind of you know um, at that level is <laughs> at that age and that kind of ability is going to get exposed like that. Um, they yeah. would really, they would really have to see. Wow, this guy's not going to come back as a successful Red Wing to put him on a to put him on the exposed and, list for Seattle. And that's where like the Morazic thing was for me at the time. So that's where I'm kind of like, uh, do we just go back and we just did our top, you know, our list of bonehead moves by by Ken Holland? Do we <laughs> do we just go backwards uh, and talk about that one again? Uh, but yeah, that's where I, I still couldn't believe it at the time. And that's where that would be, uh, you know, for me, if that actually happened, because I, some of them, you're just not going to see Dylan Larkin. You're not going to see Jakob Verana, but there's something about this Bertuzzi relationship where he got way underpaid. And again, now we're talking out of both sides of her mouth after we talked about <laughs> Red Wings players getting way overpaid. Um, but he got way underpaid. Um, the conversation or the whole season seemed kind of, Weird about, you know, I know they don't disclose the injuries, but there was all this talk of, you know, is Bertuzzi going to be skating again? Then it was yes, no, maybe so. There's, just, there's something going on with this relationship. So that's where that's where I threw it in there. Um, I mean, the other easy, you know, the easy ones are just, you know, I would, I, you expose Michael Rasmussen, you expose Adam Ernie, which I I think that if he, if he's exposed, I don't know, that seems like the perfect kind of like, Vegas get you know that that ended up working out for Vegas and getting them to the Stanley Cup final yeah. uh we saw Adam Ernie go on a, a run that uh you know would have put him as a, a 20 goal scorer this year so you go you go in that direction if he's exposed and I you know I think that's why everybody has, has uh, protected him for the most part in their own expansion drafts but like those those are the names too where I think you're holding your breath um because again the yeah, for sure, for sure, is for me should be Larkin, Bertuzzi, Verana, and Fabry, and I think we could see a surprise anywhere after that. Uh, probably Heronic too. Sorry, that should probably be fitting in there somewhere. <laughs> I gotta say, you know, when we uh, very harshly criticized uh, Holland uh, quite a few times, rightfully so, um, it was for that steadfast loyalty, right? For players that were like, "Oh, does that guy deserve that?" And Adam Ernie, Adam Ernie did pretty good for a season, and now he's a restricted free agent. So I think that as far as like just a, like a sidetrack for an Iserman test, woo-wee, for him to really gauge what Adam Ernie's worth, um, you know, like if you watch Jakob Vrana, there's no doubt, my God, we got to sign this guy, you know, until he retires. But Adam Ernie? 
Yeah, you want to hear that conversation. Like, Ernie coming in with the hard numbers. Hey, man, look at what I did this year. This is what this contract negotiating is all about. Numbers. You picked a perfect year to score net. some goals. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what you do. Um, I, Yeah, that that's going to be the most interesting one to me because uh, I, I – I don't know. That's almost like an Iserman. I triple dog dare you to take him. <laughs> and Seattle's like, fuck, we could just get Stetcher. Oh, we know what we're getting there. What if Harney goes back to what he's used to? Oh, God, I don't know. That would be a fun gamble. I, I do, I, you know, there's probably something to be said, too, with Ernie being labeled as, like, Steve's, you know, this is Steve's guy. There's yeah. something to that, clearly. Uh, so I think that's going to figure in, uh, but... Uh, I don't know. I think it's also going to figure into that contract negotiation. <laughs> I think Steve's going to go in there and, you know, hey, I drafted you to do a job when when you were drafted. Uh, <laughs> I didn't draft you to be my top line scorer. So we know we know who Adam Ernie is. So you're not kidding me. Like, is that, you know, that could be the thing that we're missing with Steve Eiserman, the way he goes into these uh, conversations, the way that people walk out and go, man, that's Steve. He really gets it. I'm going to sign with him. <laughs> Maybe that's the piece that we don't get to see where Steve just looks these guys dead in the eye. No, uh, I'm not paying you that much. We know who you are. Look at all your teeth that are missing. You're, you're clearly not going to be on my posters. So you're getting paid. You're getting paid three and a half million. You're not even going to sniff five. So yeah, the shot at Tyler. Sorry. Beautiful. Sorry, Tyler. We, we love you, but. I mean, oh, all right. Us. All right. Uh, so there's a drive whole, talk. Yeah, there's 30 teams, right? So we yeah. did the Red Wings. That's one. Um, Ready for the next one? All right. No. Um, so I'm going to say <laughs> I, I looked at five teams here, and I, I kind of wanted to see what you thought. Um, one of them being, uh, I think, the, the most interesting team because it's going to have uh, some pretty interesting implications for what the Red Wings do, and uh, that's the cap-strapped Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, they have to get under the cap or hope that Kucherov has a very, uh, another convenient regular season injury. So he can <laughs> come back in the playoffs so they could be three time Stanley cup champions. Um, Matt, they have to expose somebody expensive. This has to be where, um, uh, Seattle gets to spend a little money. Matt, is it going to be Yanni or is it going to be Tyler? Oh man, I did Cal foot. Um, you did Cal Foot? I think uh, Tyler Johnson makes sense because uh, I, I think he's from uh, the West Coast. So I, that, that was what I was reading. So there might be this idea that they want to have um, face of the franchise uh, for that area kind of thing. So I, I, I will a thousand percent respect that decision by Seattle. Um, I wouldn't be shocked. But yeah, I, I took Cal Foot. But that, that was me going... That was me doing uh, probably a, a higher, uh, what do I want to say here? Higher touted? Is that, why does that not sound right? He, he, usually you say highly touted. Highly but. touted. No, uh, then then uh, Gustav Lindstrom is where I was coming from. So okay. uh, high, higher touted, can I say that? Touted higher, hiredly. Hiredly. <laughs> Nailed it. I, I talk on a podcast. Um, whew. Yeah, that's where I went. So, uh, yeah, to go back to uh, the question, though, uh, I, I played around with Tyler, uh, but that was that was me also 
putting in a bunch of forwards on my expansion draft. Like I told you, <laughs> I ran out of space for goalies and defensemen. Well, on this show, you know, we, we like guys who are, are taller than five foot nine. So if you take Tyler Riani, you're going from five eight to five nine. Matt, uh, in his size fetish, went right for foot, uh, the six foot three defenseman. <laughs> and I mean, how many defensemen can Tampa Bay really protect? Um, I, you know, maybe this is the guy that they they let, um, you know, be exposed. I I think it, it would surprise me. I, I if if you had your choice of the three, I would probably pick this, you know, foot two. I, I don't know if I want to, you know, second or third line guy um, like Yanni I, or Tyler. And foot. I mean, I, I could everybody see being talk, a top four defenseman, right? Top two, top three. Yeah, I mean, I, I was going to say everybody talks about their, you know, their hometown, their home team's trade to make sure that their guy doesn't get picked. Um, Tampa already exposed Tyler to waivers and was ready to say goodbye to that contract. I wonder if they're going to throw down a draft pick to say, you know, if Seattle's talking about doing something else, if they're going to say, look, build up your team. Here's third or fourth rounder. Please take Tyler, take his contract. I'm sorry. It's so big. You have a center. You have a guy who's from that area. People will love that. But Jesus, I need Kucherov in my regular season next year. And there you go. I, I think if foot is exposed, there's no way that like Seattle would pass him up. does not go. Oh, start oh, paying attention right, to the wrong. Right. He clicks right. on that article for the wrong reason. Oh, this foot's exposed. Quentin Tarantino's there. Yeah, fuck right. exposed. Love it. Love it. Yeah, gonna zoom in. <laughs> um, so I, if if all three of those guys are there, obviously you would take foot, and I, if. Is there a real likelihood of that happening, Matt? So they'd be what what do you get? Is it seven three one? So they'd be keeping Hedman, McDonough, Sergachev? Yeah. So then they would uh, have to they would have to expose foot. That would probably be for the Red Wings, probably best case scenario, right? Because that would mean that we'd still be able to um, you know, fire and pillage from Tampa Bay somebody else that they have to get rid of. They have to, um, and, and get a draft pick from them. That's probably right. the best case scenario. Yeah. Cause, uh, you know, even if they propose that trade, I mentioned, um, Seattle still doesn't have to say yes. So. so is it also like Tampa Bay could say pretty, pretty please. If you take, you know, Tyler instead of foot, then we'll throw in a, we'll trade you a draft pick for free. So that would be what probably, Worst case scenario for us, or they take, you know, Yanni and a draft pick is worst case scenario for the Red Wings. Um because then we wouldn't be a part of the the pillage. I I I wouldn't say there is really a worst case because I mean Tampa's they're fucked. Uh, they're not gonna lose enough here to to kind of make it all square. So they're they're gonna still have to make some moves. This this team for all for all intents and purposes of, of um you know, defining if this if this team cheated or not. And I, I think that they just figured out a way to work the system and I applaud them for it. Oh, it's creative problem solving. Yeah. Absolutely. Um should have been GM of the year. <laughs> I they they've got themselves in quite a pickle right now. It's just, you know, that's the pickle you want to be in. How do I fix my team after I won the Stanley Cup? Right? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, I I hope that foot is exposed and the Red Wings could take advantage, get a pick, and you know somebody for their second or third line. I've I've said my piece about that. Um, we are past an hour now. You said you had four more teams. Do we want? Do you want to do one more? <laughs> I guess we could do one more. Um, Pittsburgh Penguins, man, are the other team kind of in trouble with the cap. Um, and kind of the consensus is that the Penguins are going to expose somebody kind of expensive, not quite old, but you know old enough that they're like. Eh, this guy really a core jason zucker um yep. did you have the same guy on your board i certainly did all right well we settled that there you go you got the two cap strap teams um and i i i guess i like bringing them up because is there also some sort of scenario where we would help um the cap strap penguins but i i can't imagine that they would be too eager to be trading with us anytime soon um yeah, Much, I can't. I, I know, can, like with Tampa, I could see a trade, but not. I can respect that thought. Um, yeah, I mean, there there could be some, you know, movement of our turd sandwiches over to theirs, and um, I, I just, I don't know. It's get it's it gets so messy to to start putting this together because um, really, we just you know we want some draft picks. So I, I think Pittsburgh is fine with the Zucker loss, and I, I think it all adds up um for for where they're headed so i i don't know um i'm gonna i'm gonna say they're not they're not gonna approach us to make sure they keep zucker especially i mean across uh quite a few different expansion drafts that's what i was seeing was zucker was headed out yeah yeah it's the right number right age uh you know for him to do a couple years uh on washington so there you go all right does that uh does that wrap us up I didn't know if, if we were going to – Philly's another fun one because they, they have a bunch of guys that uh, we could trade for. Um, or people keep bringing up Philly like we need to take all their garbage because we have all this money. Um, I don't know. Never mind. i just throwing that out there. Let's, 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 call it, let's call it quits. Everybody, thanks for uh, letting us run through our top five uh, Ken Holland. Um, Train wrecks. Yeah, there we go. Thank you. <laughs> after the 2008 stanley cup and um yeah it's at least i think again the most important thing here is can we gamify can we cross our fingers and hope uh that we'll uh i don't know trick or or just expose enough uh for seattle that we can hang on to my boy troy stetcher it's going to be difficult um and i don't know if if nemestikov is juicy enough for them to say i'm going i'm going the stetch route um but you know, like I said, it was it was difficult for me to fill out that expansion draft. I had to go back and and just pick up defensemen later. Uh, so I, I'm I'm sure that if Stetcher is available, they're going to take Stetcher over to Mystikov. Um, yep, that be it. All right, uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, find uh, find our shop at brothersofdiscussion.com or bodpodcast.com. Uh, the Red Wings Rant homepage is bodpodcast.com slash Red Wings Rant. I got to buy redwingsrant.com. That's uh, hopefully nobody's listening right now and is like, oh, they don't own that. Well, fuck these two. They're going to give me 200 bucks for that. <laughs> um, and uh, we're at BOD Hockey on uh, Twitter and at brothers underscore of underscore discussion on Instagram. Uh, anybody has uh, any suggestions for a show topic as, uh, you know, we're going to be heading into post free agency soon. Um, so. If anybody has any ideas, let me know, and we'll run through those. (laughs) Thanks so much.
All right, have a good one, everybody.